Hello my friends and welcome back to the Meerkat Musings podcast. Welcome back to the Random Prompts series. I'm your host Ben, aka Daft Ramone, and we're up to episode 4 of season 3 of the Random Prompt series where we are talking a little bit today about media. Specifically, I guess the term I'm after is multimedia. Although we could also perhaps describe this in terms of storage of media, I guess, maybe. And how this has dramatically changed and evolved over a comparatively very short span of time. When we refer to multimedia, what we refer to these days is things such as uh, TVs, computers, games consoles, various forms of music playing devices, and how these all these days kind of intersect with one another. And this has had a drastic effect on the uh, the medium, shall we say, of storing information, particularly things like songs, but also movies and TV shows. And it's changed, as I say, dramatically over a very short span of time, really. You, at one point, had vinyl records. And these are infamously quite big. And they kind of went away for a while, but have made something of a comeback. They're seen as retro, which is seen as good. And so there are actually quite a few vinyl players out there as well as devices that will let you convert vinyl into an mp3 format as well although you have to play each and every song individually in order to convert it which can be quite an interesting journey shall we say but we had vinyl and at one point we had the the famous eight track tape and used to have a cassette player for these. A lot of people will not remember these. In many respects, a cassette tape wasn't a million miles away from a VHS tape in terms of what it was. And the difference being is one was a medium for music, one was a medium for video. And you would have to physically rewind this thing. In the case of a cassette tape, you'd often use a pencil or a pen and physically kind of wind the tape back to get to the start. You couldn't simply pick and choose the song you wanted to listen to. You'd have to kind of like forward wind it or rewind it and play a bit of a guessing game, for lack of a better word, to to get to the point that you wanted. So you had a lot of fun with with that. And sometimes the the actual tape itself would kind of unspool itself and become a horrible tangled mess at which point it was often kind of beyond saving and then we moved away from what could be classed as and was classed as analog media and we stepped into the realm of the digital world in particular we stepped into the world of the compact disc the cd which i think 
a lot of people are familiar with these days. Although the CD did not take long to become a somewhat antiquated form of technology in its own right. But CDs, when they first began, were pretty amazing. They could store a lot more information than a cassette tape ever could. And so they transformed the musical media quite quickly. And all of a sudden, it was the thing to have. You could choose what song you wanted to listen to, when you wanted to listen to it, instantly. You didn't have to therefore muck around with rewinding and forward winding this thing. It was quite easy and quite seamless to use. And it wasn't long before the compact disc and the way in which it revolutionised how we listen to music would be joined by the DVD, which again, I think quite a few people are familiar with, although again, the DVD has become slightly antiquated as well. DVD changed how we approached mm -hmm. films. It was a digital video medium and all of a sudden you could store a lot more information on there as well. So you could up the quality of the video from a VHS, you could considerably improve the quality of the video. And so between the CD and the DVD, you suddenly had these uh, devices which could pack a lot more information. The quality was a lot better and it was a lot easier to use. And it's worth noting that the CD and the DVD have had an impact on video games as well. The, the cartridge-based sort of forms of media, which you know, some, companies, some companies still use, has been superseded by CDs and DVDs over the years to create bigger, more immersive, more expansive games. So across these three fields, really, music film and TV and gaming, we've had huge changes thanks to some dramatic improvements in how we store information. But it didn't stop there. It didn't stop there. The, the DVD has been, as I say, superseded by the Blu-ray. Now, I'm going to rewind here, haha, <laughs> rewind, which we don't do anymore, but I am going to do it anyway. I'm going to rewind back to the era of the VHS. I grew up with VHS tapes, and I didn't know for quite a while that for a time there were actually two competing forms of cassette tape, or video cassette tape systems. You had the VHS format, which ended up winning and becoming the dominant format, and you had the Betamax format, which I think was being backed by, among others, Sony. And that's important to remember. And the Betamax format ultimately failed. VHS became the gold standard, shall we say. And it just dominated that particular form of market. And then, if we forward wind back to the era of the DVD, what we had as high definition media began to sort of become a big thing. We had Sony, among others, and some rival studios developing forms of high definition discs, a new form of storage, and we had effectively a rerun 
of the battle for digital media supremacy. And this is important, of course, because whichever format were to win would help ensure its designers and producers would make a fair bit of money out of it. Sony heavily backed the Blu-ray, while other studios, I think including Microsoft, backed what was called the HD DVD format. And there was a time, and I remember a time, when you would see both formats on the shelf. The uh, HD DVD format was probably, probably cheaper to produce. I don't think it required as much in the way of specialised new uh, readers in order to make it work. But on this occasion, Sony were determined not to be beaten. They'd been beaten once before this, and they weren't going to be beaten again. Sony, as you may be aware, manufacture, among other things, the, the Sony PlayStation range, and they went as far as to stick Blu-ray players into what was then the upcoming PlayStation 3, and they really heavily pushed their format. And ultimately, the Blu-ray format is the format that became successful. And Blu-ray players, thankfully, can also play uh, DVDs as well, but they made certain that what was being produced would dominate the market. And therefore, Blu-rays are now the standard, if you like. Blu-ray players are everywhere. They're, they're built into some games consoles, such as the Sony PlayStation range. And, yeah, they won that battle quite conclusively. Although, it is worth noting that the Blu-rays themselves, perhaps in the not-so-distant future, might be phased out because there is a growing rise for streaming media content and downloading it with, take for example, the PlayStation, other games consoles as well, Nintendo Switch. It's not uncommon these days for people to simply download what they want rather than buying a disc. There are some cons to this. You download something, it's up into the console's available hard drive space, and in some cases it can take hours upon hours. But for some people, that's better than the hassle of having to go out, find the disc, buy the disc, and come back with the disc. And as someone who works with the public on a regular basis, I can understand why you might not want to deal with people. So downloading stuff, I can understand why it might be a preferred option sometimes. So you have the rise of this form of media and streaming media as well, as I say, which is quite popular with music, which is why you don't tend to see CDs around quite so much anymore. With MP3 players, with mobile phones having ample storage now for, for songs and also with the rise of services like Amazon Music and Spotify, mm -hmm. people don't tend to go out and buy CDs anymore. Although you still can and they're still out there. It's all about the downloads and about the playlists and the apps now. So this mad rush to create and develop new forms of, of media devices has ultimately led to the development and the evolution of the, the smartphone. It's a smartphone that I'm using right now to record this podcast. It's through a smartphone that I can access my social media. It's a smartphone through which I can access many things. 
including music on demand. And you've got various options with that. You can pay for something that lets you have complete control over what you listen to and when, or you can use the free versions of these apps, which are still pretty good if you ask me, actually. You can download movies to your phones, although watching a movie on the phone isn't always ideal, if you ask me, but certainly doable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there were just there were just tons of ways in which how we how we use media, be it sort of visual or audio, has it's kind of gone from being massive, quite literally, in terms of the equipment, to now being completely distilled into into a device that fits into your pocket, along with all the other unique developments, of course, that have come along regarding mobile phones. So, yeah, we've had this this pretty impressive journey with how we handle and store and process information. It's gone from being really quite quite elaborate to being effectively bite-sized across virtually every single sort of channel, if you like. Although, as I say, you know, you can still stream TV shows to your TV. As a matter of fact, that's another big thing about TV watching, which has been dramatically affected by changes in media. The the days of you know a TV channel that something would you know, that something would be on that channel at a set time of day. Well, nowadays, it's quite easy to binge watch something in one hit, thanks to the rise of streaming media services like Netflix and Amazon Prime. So, it's all changed, and it's changed how we use these these things. It's changed how we listen to music. It's changed how we watch TV. And you wonder sometimes, has technology driven the change or has our desire for changes driven the technology? And I guess with that, and this is where I'm going to leave you, I guess with that, you could argue it's a bit of both. <laughs>